0: Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Real Food, Real Conversations podcast. This is episode 78 and I am so excited to be here today um, and talk about this topic. I have my friend Ryan Geiger here and I am think that you guys are going to love, we're going to talk a little bit about fats and it's a little bit kind of like my carbs episode. <laughs> it's like a touchy shut subject online and there's a lot of opinions when it comes to this, but I'm excited to have Ryan here because she is an expert. And not just somebody online who thinks they know things. Um, She's actually an actual registered dietitian. She has training, she has credentials, and I'm excited for us to talk about that. Welcome, Ryan. Yes, thank you so
1: much for having me. I'm super excited to be here and talk about fats because, as you said, it's a really hot topic and sometimes controversial, and those can be really fun conversations to
0: have. Totally. And that's why I love this. That's why I actually honestly started my podcast because. I just felt the online space, especially like, I love Instagram. I'm really active there, but you know, like you say something and people will like attack you and it's just insane. And you're like, okay, great. Well, you do you, I'll do me. And I feel like on my podcast, we can say what we want and, you know, people can, I don't know, attack while they're listening, but I don't see it. So it's all good. (laughs) Yes. A
1: better space for people to attack in their own personal spaces versus attacking
0: you directly totally. in the comment section or sending you a message. Totally. Um, before we start, tell everybody who you are um, about your business, about your, you know, all your backgrounds um, so they know. And then also I have it linked in the write-up, but also tell them about your, um, your book, your website, all that stuff.
1: Uh, my name is Ryan, and um, as you said, I'm a registered dietitian. I specialize in vegan and vegetary, vegetarian nutrition, and I've been doing this for nearly four years, and I absolutely love it. Um, I focused mostly on teaching people to transition to more plant-based eating. So for people who are having a little bit of a hard time or people who have tried to be vegan before and found it difficult or just people who aren't really sure what foods to eat or how to make meals, especially people coming from backgrounds of meat and potatoes, because that's where I came from was you have meat and you have potatoes and that's kind of what your plate consists of every single meal, which is really sad, but that was the reality of it. So teaching people that even though you may have grown up with meat and potatoes that you can still definitely easily transition to vegan living or even just more plant-based eating. So that is uh, the premise of my business that I have, but I've also done a lot of media features in Buzzfeed and women's health. And I'm currently working on a book that will be released at the end of the year. So lots of fun projects all based around easily being vegan and just promoting that within the space.
0: That's awesome. and. I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like I wasn't necessarily, my husband and I, I'm Greek. My husband's Italian. Um, I, my parents are immigrants to this country. So, like, I grew up just eating Greek food because that's what we, I mean, that's what my mom knew how to cook, you know. She didn't, I didn't grow up with standard American diet. But, you know, there was still a lot of meat in Greek food, although we did have a lot of vegetables as well. Um, We considered ourselves, quote, unquote, healthy. But, I kind of stayed in my lane when it came to food, because that's all, you know, being immigrants, like my parents didn't exactly know, like more. Um, And my husband being Italian, there was a lot of meat, you know, types of stuff. So when we actually changed our diet for his health, I found that I was actually eating such a bigger variety of foods. Because, you know, you're trying to change things up. Like, I don't know if you found that, like when you started adding more plants, like you, how you realize like, Oh my gosh, there's so many different things we can do with all these different foods. Definitely. I, when I say I eat meat and
1: potatoes, I literally would eat a hamburger and French fries. And that was my staple. And I had that so many times throughout the week because it was my favorite thing. But after going plant-based or, um, I went vegan overnight one, like, like five years ago or something. Yeah. Almost, oh, almost six years. It'll be six years in December. So that's really exciting. But uh, it's exciting. Uh, I hadn't really expanded my palette or tried anything except for maybe five continuous recipes that I would just sift through. But after going vegan, there were so many more options because you have to get creative. Especially yes. Like years ago, there weren't as many options for fast vegan options. So you yes. had to get creative. There was really no be like, Oh, I'm going to go get a beyond burger or something. You had to
0: right a veggie burger, make a bean burger. Totally. And that's, so we, my husband, we changed our diet almost, um, like nine years ago. Um, actually nine years ago in November, we started eating more plant-based and we aren't a hundred percent. I don't consider ourselves a hundred percent, anything, mostly because I factor in the mental health aspect for us. Um, it just, I have to have that as part of our, you know, just our wellness overall. But I mean, it's been, I mean, at home, I've obviously I'm creating recipes for my website and my business all the time. So that's like, we're eating mostly a hundred percent at home minus a few things, uh, especially with the kids. But it's amazing what you can create with plants. Like it's insane. And nine years ago, like you said, they didn't have the Beyond Burgers. They, I mean, they had, I remember there was Tote. Tofurky was like that was like the fake meat and that was basically it for a really for a while and I didn't like it I thought it was gross so (laughs) that's like yeah like you had to create it at home with whatever you had like there was no just running out and grabbing it
1: Mm -hmm. so definitely having to be creative because you would either starve or (laughs) have to right
0: yeah And we love to eat, like, let's preface this too. Like, I think so many, sometimes a lot of people assume that when you're eating a plant rich diet, that you love like light meals and like salads and fresh and all this kind of stuff. And, and those are great sometimes, but that's actually not something I turn to or really love. Like I love, you know, the, I'm used to like the Greek food with like tons of like richness and flavor and, and. I can't get, if I'm eating a salad, it's covered in stuff. And it's because I want something light, which is not often for me.
1: I'm so glad you said that because I feel like a lot of people do have the idea that you have to eat more light feeling foods or things that don't have a lot of flavor, especially, or things that are boring. But with plants, you can do so many things and you can basically create anything you want to with plants, especially totally with sauces or this really beefing up quote unquote those recipes yeah. <laughs> to make them taste really, really good, even though it is a classic spin on um, something that you may have used to love.
0: Yeah. And that's totally true, which kind of brings me to our topic because I think part of what a lot of in the diet world, and I'm going to preface this by saying the diet world, because there are a lot of people that look at plant-based vegan food as a quote unquote diet. When in fact, It isn't a diet. It's more of, especially if you're vegan, it's a lifestyle. Um, But even in the plant based world, where you, it's just a plant based diet. It's not a diet per se. It's just instead of using, it's really just the ingredients you're choosing to make create your meals. Um, Instead of using, you know, cow based dairy, you create a sauce with cashews or whatever it is. Um, And the important thing to remember is that you're you're still eating all the things you're eating all the macros and you need those you need your fats you need your fibers you need your carbs you unless you have a medical condition that says you don't need you know you can't have something you need that in order to be satiated in order to you know be physically healthy and in order to like exercise all those things and that's I think what we're going to talk a little bit about today is that a lot of people assume that plants mean you're avoiding fat especially (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: especially avoiding fat. I see that all the time. People are afraid of eating fats. And I just think there is not a lot of information on how important the, all the nutrients are even, it doesn't really matter where you get them from. Well, it kind of does, but in the sense of um, high level speaking, it doesn't really matter where you yes. get them from. The basis
0: is you need them from
1: somewhere. Yes. they all have certain functions that are really important and very vital to your health.
0: Absolutely. So I like to do this with all of my podcast episodes especially when we get sciency, which I think we're going to get a little bit of today. Um let's break it down for people. Um I I have a teaching background so I always break things down in in manageable pieces and I like to lay the the foundation and the building blocks. So let's start by explaining to people that are listening like what fat is and like the different types of fats, because we kind of just touched upon that it it does kind of matter which fats you're eating in order, you know, for you to function healthfully. So maybe start there.
1: Yes. So fats are one of the macronutrients. There are three, you have protein, carbohydrates and fat. So we'll talk about fats today. And the the main ones to touch on are going to be monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats, which usually are grouped together as the quote unquote, healthier fats that are really great for heart health and have more um, health benefits than the other fats such as trans fat and saturated fat. And trans fat and saturated fats can be found um, in animal products and fried foods, which are okay um, occasionally. So with everything I always like to explain, you don't have to completely avoid anything in life because it's not a really healthy way to think. So just trying to limit or reduce the intake of those types of fats or those types of foods will still have a great benefit on your health. So those are the the main types of fats and they can be found in a variety of plant-based foods and animal-based foods.
0: Awesome. So, but basically, I mean, saturated fats are mostly found in animal products. Um, there are a few things like coconut has some saturated fat, um, and we can talk more about that um, later, but unsaturated is more associated with plant products and saturated are more associated with animal products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. So um, just as a side note, do we, I don't know how much I've, I, I haven't tried to look into it lately. I know a lot of people say like, Oh, well, coconut has saturated fat and there are some things that have saturated fat, like you said, you touched upon, which is so important for me and this is kind of like why i'm trying to like in this whole diet culture world trying to break through this barrier of it doesn't have to be all or nothing it's just most of what you want should be heart healthy should be body healthy because your body needs it to function right
1: mhm i saw a quote one time and it was i don't remember who said it i wish i did but it was talking about how we don't need everyone to be a hundred percent perfect at being plant-based or hundred percent perfect at recycling. But if we have a bunch of people or almost everybody trying imperfectly, that will make a larger impact than, yes. every, than just a handful of people doing it perfectly. So
0: absolutely. Um, yeah. I love that. I love it. I love that quote. That's awesome. Well, and don't you find too, like in our online world, like of that, you know, this niche of I find like the message scares a lot of people off. Like, well, if you're not going to do it, you know, all the way, like why even do it type of attitude. And like you just said, if everybody even added a couple plant-based meals, that's better than nothing.
1: Mm -hmm, Yeah. hundred percent better than nothing. And I always get so frustrated online when people are like, there's no point to do it or you have to do all or nothing because it scares people away. And maybe they just need help figuring out, new recipes to try or if they really like a food they might be afraid to try something new where they don't know how to cook with brown rice for example I had someone who told me that they didn't like brown rice but it was simply just because they didn't know how to cook brown rice and I was like okay this is so much easier to teach you how to cook brown rice and then you'll love it and you can use that in your meals to to get them like you could do bowls or you could do like burritos or so many different things that you could use that for
0: totally and I think you're right I think sometimes it's just the unknown that is scary and it, it's just like the unknown like when you don't know something it's hard especially if you have maybe a history of you know you were maybe you were you experienced some like you know mental health you know issues with failure and you're always being berated for failing like as an adult that's something that you have in your history in your past and so you're also you know just timid to try new things even as an adult so it's really important to I think to create this this welcoming feeling no matter where you're coming from who you are how you know do you eat plants do you not you know I totally I'm I'm 100% you know on that that train for sure um so can you explain to people like what is it that why do we need fats like what is it that we need what does our body do with these things
1: So fats are important because they help build cell membranes and then they also help build the surroundings of your nerves and our nerves are help what keeps our body moving. It's like anytime we move our fingers or blink our eyes or anything like that, our nerves have to do with that. So we want to make sure that we're getting enough fat so that we are able to do those functions and the vitamins that are fat soluble are A, D, E, and K. And anytime you have a food that's going to be higher in those vitamins, or even if you're taking some type of supplementation, you always want to try to take it with some type of, um, like fat source. I always say just so that it helps absorb
0: it when you have them together. Definitely. And I will say that it's actually funny because I work with a uh, naturopathic MD and, um, I was low on my, um, my triglycerides, uh, triglycerides. And so, I definitely I do have issues with vitamin D absorption and I you know I take a vitamin D supplement just the way my body is. But she also has me, whenever I'm low, she also has me increase my healthy fat. So it's really it's true because when you're low and especially for me, I know vitamin D, um, it it makes me lethargic, it makes me moody, it messes with like other functions. And, you know, people think it used to be that. I felt like, oh no, my iron is going lower when in fact it was my vitamin D and it, people don't realize that you get it when you don't absorb things correctly. If you know, your, um, your hair, your skin, your nails, like all those things need you to to have all these nutrients in your body and they think like, oh, maybe I'm just sick. And it's like, well, you know, sometimes it's just you actually need to eat more of something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's always, uh, I see online too, some people don't promote fats. And then they have these problems and they, they have a hard time finding out why they're having problems. Like maybe they have dry skin or their eyes are dry or they're their yes. pain. And it, it could just be because they have no fat in their diet. And that's one of the symptoms of not having any omega-3s or enough omega-3s are all of the things listed. So just having a good overview of your diet or even working with a dietitian to say, oh, let's see, do you have a healthy balance of your macronutrients? Maybe not giving specific macro um, levels because that's not always appropriate, but just making sure that you're
0: getting enough of all of the food groups that you need. And you mentioned omega-3s. Can you talk a little bit more about omega-3s and what those are for people that aren't sure?
1: Omega-3s are the long-chain fatty acids, and those are super important to help keep our skin healthy, our eyes healthy, our brain healthy. They're really important for brain function, and that typically comes from fish. But a good thing to note is the fish usually are getting it from algae, so you can take an algae supplement if needed to, and also items like flaxseed chia seed, walnuts, and even a little bit of avocado all have really great sources of omega-3s to include in your diet for food-based sources.
0: Awesome. Um, yes, flax and chia, um, are we put those in our smoothies all the time. Um, and I love walnuts as well. That's why mm. you, I joke around with my kids that, you know, because walnuts are shaped like a brain. And I say, well, walnuts are shaped like a brain because your brain needs them to be, to be healthy and strong. <laughs> they kind of look at me like, really? I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's why. It's true. I love that. I'm going to start using that. That's so fun. Yeah, totally. I think I I forgot where I learned that, but um, I've no, I like my whole life that's I've always looked at walnuts and been like, oh, they're good for your brain because that's why they're shaped like a brain. Um, totally funny, but um, yes, my actually my second son hates walnuts, so he's like, it's fine. I don't need a good brain. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so omega threes. So then, what is the difference then? So we're talking about you know saturated fats versus unsaturated. So what is the difference? What happens in your body though, when you're eating the saturated fats versus the unsaturated?
1: So saturated fats are going to raise your, they could potentially raise your triglycerides and they can also raise your LDL cholesterol. Both are potentially dangerous depending on how high you get with your levels. If you have really high levels it can lead to heart disease. So things like, um, You could have heart attack or you could have really high cholesterol. You may have to take medication, um, things that we really don't want to happen to us if we're trying to live a healthier life. And then with unsaturated fats, those are the ones that are going to keep your heart healthy. So they're preventing those things from happening. So you want to make sure that you have a good balance of those unsaturated fats to help keep your heart healthy, whereas the um, saturated fats are more detrimental to your health at high amounts.
0: Right. And that's the point is that high amounts, We, we, you know, it's, it's not the end of the world to have some, to have some saturated fats, but we definitely don't want that all the time. And it's actually interesting because, um, so like I said, my husband had heart had, you know, issues with his heart health and his, um, cardiologist is the one that he, his cardiologist treats a lot of his patients through dietary changes. And he has seen, I mean, he has told my husband, like he has people with like blocked arteries and terrible, terrible things happening inside their body that have come complete 180 after changing their diet and taking out all these saturated fats. And one thing to remember is that all of us are different. So like my husband really truly can't have any, if anything, maybe a little bit of saturated fats. Like he, it's just his body does not not do well with them. And so his amounts are going to be, much, much lower than maybe another person. And that is like, it's, that's a big, it's, it's a difference, but that's because my husband just, his body does not do well with them, you know, at all. Um, and when he cut out, when he changed his diet, it was, it only took three months and he was off all of his medications. His blood pressure was back to normal. Um, his cholesterol was back to normal and he hasn't been on medication since. That's awesome. And, uh, I,
1: from that, I just got thinking of, he probably rechecked his levels three months later just to check to see if everything was in line.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. His cardiologist, I mean, he goes in every, actually now he's at every year cause he's so good. But at first he went in every three to six months and okay. did like he, they did like a full, he had to do like, a um, you know, that, um, it's, uh, it's escaping my mind The um, where they're on the treadmill. Oh, well, VO2, was it VO2 max? <laughs> Probably. I, he did, a, he does the the, the treadmill thing. They checked his levels. They checked his blood pressure. They did all the things um, to make sure that, you know, to to track him and see how he was doing. And yeah, three months is all it took. Nice. It was I insane.
1: See, I see a lot of people who forget or uh, don't think that it's important to go back and get their labs checked. If they go get their labs, I always recommend that. Cause then that tells you where you're starting from, especially with those labs that you're saturated fat intake can influence. If you get yep. them checked, you notice that they're out of range, you people need to go back and get them checked again to see if their dietary changes are helping because as you said everyone's different. So if it's not helping, you should know that earlier rather yes. than continuing to try to improve it but you really have no idea what you're shooting
0: for if you don't get it rechecked. Totally. And that's um yeah, so he goes back every year now. Um, He's at the year mark now. And every year he goes back, you know, his cardiologist is like, I mean, he has never had his blood pressure has and cholesterol levels have been the best they've ever been even medicated. So that's the important thing is that you have to remember that like you know, this really can affect you. And if you do have, and the other thing, you know, some people still need to be on medication because it, 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 you know, really is an issue, but perhaps you can be on less medication. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily, um, gonna, you know, quote unquote fix everybody, but you know, for him, my husband, it did very, very quickly. So it was awesome. Um, so talking about fats, you know, healthy fats, um, how much fat do you need? So that's like another thing. I know there's like we're talking a lot about there's a lot of you know diets out there, the oil free, fat free. I mean, I'm 44 and I remember growing up in the 90s with um, snack wells was the fat free craze. That everything was fat free. And from what I remember learning in college was that there was this whole fat free revolution because people thought that you know heart disease, chronic heart disease, had to do with fat. And in fact, there was a lot more involved in that, because when the low fat craze happened, they would take all pump, you know, that's the fat free stuff, but then it would, they would increase the sugar. Mm -hmm. So we need the fat is the point. And but how much fat? Like, how do we, what are we shooting for? For fat, the dietary reference intakes, or
1: also known as DRI, is uh, 20 to 35% of the total calories that you're eating. So depending on the person, it could change. Um, You could also do it in the plate method, which I like to use a lot of times with clients, is just looking at your plate. Half your plate should be some type of fruit or vegetable, a quarter should be a carbohydrate, and then a quarter should be a protein source. And then I use the very, very middle about maybe two tablespoons worth or one tablespoon worth, and that should be a healthy fat of some sort. So that could be maybe a tablespoon of flax seeds that are ground up, or maybe it's some avocado, or maybe you have some walnuts on there just so you get the visual aspect because sometimes knowing 20 to 35% is, is hard, especially if you're not keeping track of everything. So visually that's way to see it as well.
0: Awesome. So um I, I love that that's I actually I know that too. I don't know, um I recently ish, they actually changed the my plate like the my plate picture. Um because I did um I, I mean I have a uh, I was a pre med in college and I was a bio and a psych major and then I have my master's degree in education, but I went back and I wanted to to do more health coaching stuff and I wanted to learn more, so I went through the ACE um health coaching program, and they had this whole section on it and how they talked about how it used to be, you know, that whole picture, they used to talk about so much more of, you know, the carbs and the fat and whatever. But now they have like half that plate fruit and vegetables, which is amazing. And I love the picture. I think it's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the picture is super fun. It's easy to see. It's easy to remember, because most of the time we eat on plates. So you can visually see it and you have that muscle memory of like, okay, I remember that the plate did this and I did this last time. So I know this is what I need to try to aim for this time.
0: Yes. And that's, and that's great for kids too. Like when I talk to my kids, you know, they come home and they get themselves a snack. I love, you know, telling them like, cause of course, you know, with kids, they come home and, and they, we have, we love chips and salsa and guac. Like that's a big thing for us, but they put like chips on a plate. And I was like, okay, well look at your plate. What are you missing? You know, you need to make sure that part of your plate has your chips or whatever part of your plate has a fruit or veggie part of your plate has the healthy fat and also telling talking to them about how fats let's talk a little bit about how fats also help regulate um sugar spikes right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's a great mention too that they help keep you
1: feeling full for longer it takes longer to digest fat so when you have that healthy fat
0: in your meal it makes you stay full longer feel more satiated um, and then how do, how do they help with blood sugar regulation? Yeah, with that, with the slow release, you don't have to, um,
1: or you feel more full. That's always how I explain it to people, you feel more full and your blood sugar doesn't go up because there's more things in your stomach going on. And so it's not just the carbohydrate hanging out in your stomach by itself or that it's the only thing going out to all of your cells. It has to work with that fat and it's harder for your body to do but not too hard. It's, it's a normal process, but it's not yes. as easy to break down as it would just be one thing in there.
0: Perfect. Yes, totally. That's like, and that's a big thing too. Cause you know, and I tell my kids like, you know, I love eating dark chocolate. It's one of my favorite things, but I also eat it with nuts because it helps me not have that. Like it helps, you know, it be digested slower and um, it makes me feel fuller and it's also delicious. So nuts and chocolate are a great combination. (laughs) So what are some, um, what are some foods that we can help tell people? Like if you're looking to increase your healthy fats, what are some ideas and foods that you want to aim to be eating
1: for any type of fat source? I always, as you mentioned, try to pair it with another type of food. So for breakfast, a good example could be if you're having a smoothie, throwing in some flax seed or some hemp seeds or some chia seeds, but then also maybe getting creative. If you're if you're making something like a chickpea scramble or if you're making a tofu scramble, you can always add hemp seeds or flax seeds to that as well to get a good source of healthy fats incorporated, or even um, putting walnuts into your oatmeal. Maybe you're doing overnight oatmeal and when you get it out of the fridge, you want to top it with some chia seeds and some walnuts to get a two for one. So those are really great breakfast options. And then for uh, lunch or dinner, just thinking of ways to also incorporate. I love avocado. So anytime I can put avocado on anything, I'm like, okay, this is nice and creamy. We're going to add it into it. (laughs) And That's one of my um, go-to healthy fats. But anytime that you can get creative or anytime that you, um, feel like you might need a little extra source of healthy fats. That's always a good indicator too, to listen to your body to say like, hmm, did I get this today? Do I need to work on increasing that then just going for it? Also keeping them at eye level in the fridge that helps you remember to grab it. Cause if it's out of sight, sometimes it's out of mind. So if you see it right away, you're more likely to use it.
0: Totally. I like that idea. And especially even in the pantry, like we have our nut butters, um, you know, like right next to like the other things, because it's you're right, if it's hidden away, you, you forget about it. I mean, it's easy to forget. Um, I love avocado, too. I think it's absolutely delicious. And I literally can eat, I do like a half an avocado sometimes, like if I'm in a hurry, and this is the great thing about avocados, like it's, it's almost a perfect food. So I do half an avocado, and I put some just literally black beans that from the can that like we've rinsed and put in a container I put some black beans on top of it and then I'll drizzle I have I'm like a sauce queen I love making my own sauces so I typically have like a sauce or two made every week and I have this creamy it's a cashew based creamy cilantro spicy cilantro cream sauce and I'll like dri- drizzle that on with some salsa and I'll like just eat that for lunch and it's so good
1: that sounds delicious and I love that you love sauces because a lot of people don't use sauces and it's so sad because they, they
0: change a dish completely and
1: they're so good.
0: Oh yeah. And that's the other thing. Like you can get some great healthy fats in um, dairy free sauces because a lot of them are made with nuts versus, you know, dairy. So um, getting some healthy fats through your sauces is such a great thing. My kids, I have a dairy free ranch that um, is was in my cookbook and it's now on my website because um, it became so popular. But my middle son literally will eat anything with it so when they're hungry um it's that you know time of the day where I'm I'm making dinner dinner it's not quite dinner time but they're hungry because they've been playing I will just put veggies like carrots celery cucumbers whatever on the table with my ranch and they will take it down like nobody's business so I know that they're getting their veggies in but I also know they're getting some healthy fats in Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, which is great, especially for kids who are still growing and their eyesight is still developing and everything. So it's really important yeah. that kids, especially make sure that they're getting enough healthy fats too.
0: Yep. And then when they eat apples, I'm always telling them to dip them in almond butter or peanut butter. Um, especially my littlest who is like skinny as a rail. It's insane. I don't, that kid, i I literally don't even know what to do. I feed him so much and try and give him so many healthy fats, but he's still itty bitty. Um, but it's, it's important to like teach them. I think from the time they're young about the pairing of foods, like you just said, Um, Um, is there anything, any signs like that you can think of um, for people you worked with, like any signs that the everyday person can recognize that, Oh, I may not be getting enough healthy fats. Like, do you crave a certain thing? Do you feel a certain thing?
1: I always look for really dry skin or skin, uh, if your skin is already dry, if it's more dry than normal, that's something to look for because with the omega-3s, they're really important with skin health and keeping your skin nice and healthy. Um, So I look for if they're saying like, oh, I've noticed that my skin has been super dry. That can be a hard one, um, especially since I live in Arizona, it's it's very, very dry here and almost everyone mm-hmm. has dry skin. But if they notice that it is worse than it typically has been in the past, that's something to look for. Also changes in mood. So if you notice that uh, you're feeling down more than normal, or if you're just feeling not really yourself, it could be a symptom or a sign of not having enough healthy fats too, because of those brain Um, the brain power that these foods give you, it could be that you're not getting enough. So then you have a hard time with that as well. And anytime I always like to preface, anytime you feel like you may uh, feel like you have a deficiency or something, definitely go see your doctor, make sure you get some contact and um, just make sure that you're taking care of yourself. If you notice any of these symptoms or signs that come up.
0: A hundred percent, make sure you see your doctor because it's so important. I think being in the online space, we, we both, I'm sure you do big time see so many people that are not qualified, try and give medical advice. And, um, it's really important that you actually see a qualified professional.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely seeing those professionals. Please don't ask for nutrition
0: information on Facebook. Just go see your doctor. A hundred percent. I actually run a private Facebook group for my business and I have had to put the kibosh on a few things like that. Like people asking about something. And my immediate response is you should always go see your doctor, you know, for me, this is what my doctor told me. And this is what I do. So go see your doctor to see your, and then you always have somebody coming in there. Well, you shouldn't be eat, eating oils because of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Nope, delete. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's rough. Um, so to close this out, is there, are there any, cause I'm, Oh, you know, you, everyone is so different, but are there any medical conditions that you know of that, um, you know, I know like diabetes, you have to watch your sugar grams, but are there any medical conditions that you need to watch your fat intake. And even if we're talking like, obviously, you know, heart disease and saturated fats, but even like regular, like, you know, healthy fats, is there anything out there that people need to know about?
1: Um, not that I know of or not that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, there may be some conditions that I don't see super often that may um, recommend doing that. But I think for the overall, um, Population, you definitely can include those healthy fats within your diet. And then just being mindful of how much of the saturated fats or the um, fats that are considered less healthy that you are consuming.
0: Awesome. I love it. But this has been amazing. Thank you so much for giving us this information and for helping spread the word that it's really important to make sure you're eating a well balanced diet. full of the macronutrients because our bodies were made to need them to function. Um, and one thing I will say that uh, another thing, uh, your hair, skin, and na- like you talked about the dry skin, the um, nails and um, hair as well. I have seen a big difference in nails and hair when your body is getting all the nutrients that it needs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely important, especially if
0: you want to let people try to grow their hair out this time of year. <laughs> so- yes, it is that time of year, the fall winter season. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on here. And those of you listening, make sure you grab on her website, you s- join her newsletter, or you can get a free um, smoothie book, vegan smoothie book, which is awesome. It's always great. I think with smoothies to have lots of options, because that gets really redundant. Um, i have a smoothie almost every morning. And I'm always looking for, for new ideas. So make sure you do that. And then check out her new book that's coming out. It's going to be amazing. Um, she, she, gave me a code for 10% off and I can't wait to see it myself. Awesome. I'm super excited. Thank you so much for having me. And absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Um, and everyone listening, thank you guys. This w- podcast is nothing without you. So I appreciate you listening. And if you absolutely love the podcast, I would so, so appreciate a rate and review on the purple podcast app. The more rates and reviews I get, the more my podcast gets out there and the more people that are qualified professionals like Ryan will come on and give you guys the real information that you can actually trust because there's so much out there that you really don't know if you can trust, (laughs) but thank you everybody. Talk to you guys again soon.